Kristen, and you're listening to Podcast and Amplify, a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting and grow a wildly successful business. I'm the executive producer and host of two shows and an entrepreneur, and I love helping women grow their visibility, mindset, and business to the next level. Each week, I share tips on how to launch and leverage your podcast, and I'm bringing on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business. Welcome back to Podcast and Amplify. Today, I have Leslie Taylor on the show, and she's a Chief Profitability Strategist, CEO of Leslie Taylor & Associates, and her firm helps service provider entrepreneurs to manage and understand the health and profitability of their business. And she also educates and equips entrepreneurs with strategy and the structures that they need to view their companies through a CEO lens that enables them to maximize profits and streamline how they do what they do. So I think some of the key words there are profitability and streamlining, <laughs> which is so important to us entrepreneurs. And um, I'm sure that she's going to share more about, you know, really what she does for entrepreneurs and how she helps them. Um, but welcome to the show, Leslie. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be on, Kristen. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. So I was so excited to have you on because I think we met through some networking. No, maybe it was LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was we, women's, I think it was, a women, it was a women's networking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we hopped on a like after call, like connection call. And I remember thinking, yeah, this woman, I, I just something about her vibe. I just totally connect with. And, and then we ended up circling back to this podcast. So yeah, exactly. I'm so happy to have you on. Um, and I know that you have a interesting sort of beginning story. So you were originally a chemical engineer and now you're doing what you're doing. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about the connect the dots for us and how that, that yeah sure through. sure that's that's one of the main questions I I, I get um, when people find out you know what what I used to do before um, you know how did you how did you end up doing this and um, you know the 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 shortest answer really is I just wanted more <laughs> I just wanted more so um, I love that correct and it, and it's not even that I didn't enjoy what I was doing because I I actually enjoyed. Um, the work. I enjoyed what I did. A lot of what I did was around um, bringing new products and technologies, um, you know, into the market. Um, I actually worked in the food industry for a significant amount of time. And that was a lot of fun developing those products and, and things that people enjoy. So I enjoyed that, but ultimately I really wanted more. So I wanted more in terms of my flexibility. Um, that type of job had me working some very long hours, some weird middle of the night hours. And I missed out on a lot of the things that were important to me. I missed out on some moments with our son and I could see in the future, I was going to miss out on some other things. So that was a big part of it. Um, I also wanted more in terms of, you know, control over my own growth um, as a business owner. And you can probably relate to this. I have learned more and stretched myself more than I ever could have in, in corporate life. So that was another big part of it. I love um, to learn and I love to grow and to be able to apply those things. 
Yeah, I think that's where we really connected was our, our love of learning and continued yeah. growth. Yeah. Yeah. So that was another big one. And, and then ultimately, you know, and a, a lot of us, you know, there's no shame in this, but, you know, I, I wanted more control over my earning potential. So that was another big one. I was tired of um, competing for a seat at somebody else's table. And I actually, since, um, since before I went to college, I always wanted to own, essentially build my own table. So, um, so those are really that. all of all of my reasons for starting a business and for starting this business um, in particular. You know, I went on this path and I was trying to figure out. You know, I know I want to start a business. I'm not sure what type of business, um, but what I did know was that I didn't feel comfortable in my level of knowledge around things financial. Now, being an engineer and a scientist, I'm comfortable with numbers all day. But the business financial part of it, I didn't really know. I'd never really taken a class. I didn't know anything about it. And so I took a class. And when I took the class, I was really just like blown away at how much I hadn't known. And I couldn't believe that I didn't know this stuff when I worked in corporate. And so, um, but I was really surprised. Um, and I remember saying to my husband, whose background is actually accounting, um, you know, this is everything. This, that's, the, that's the data, you know, the numbers nerd, the data geek in me. I was like, this is everything. And so, um, and he kind of looked at me like, yeah, I've been trying to do that. <laughs> so, um, so it was at that point where, um, as I continued to do my research, I found that a lot of business owners are in that same spot and they're actually owning and running businesses. Now, I remember I took this course before I started my business. But a lot of people are running businesses and they lack that level of, of knowledge and they're running businesses. And so that's where I began to see that I could, um, could serve to fill, that, to fill that gap, that understanding gap, because that's how big companies operate and small companies need that understanding too. So, so that's how I got here. Yeah, it's so interesting that you, well, I totally get the wanting more and, you know, wanting to be in control of your day, your money, exactly no shame in wanting to be in control of how much wealth we create for ourselves. And, you know, seeing that gap where you could just fit, fill in, mm -hmm. you know, with um, helping entrepreneurs to reach that wealth. And I think that's so great that you kind of like identified that, that kind of one yeah. missing piece. And you're like, yeah. Oh, I can serve people there and uh, really help, really help them to grow. So I want to dive into really sort of like how you do that, like how you help businesses to achieve their like full profitability potential. So what our firm does um, at the foundational level, we take care of bookkeeping. That part is done because that's the foundation for trying to determine whether or not you're profitable. So for our clients, the financial stuff is done and we consider that you know, compliance kind of baseline, but just having that in and of itself doesn't help you grow your business. It doesn't help you scale your business. It doesn't help you, you know, do much of anything except you know, pay your taxes. It's more the insights that come from it. So that's the other piece that we really specialize in is helping our clients understand, first of all, you know, what does all this stuff mean? I want to feel comfortable looking at it. What is it saying about my specific business? Secondly, 
And then we have conversations around strategy because now we have this data that we understand historically, and we can also kind of look into the future in terms of where the data seems to be going. And now we can talk about, you know, what makes sense for your business in terms of maybe your pricing or how you package your services, or, you know, are you ready to hire? Can you afford, you know, all of those things. Now we can start to look at that. Oh, you're going to launch a new product. Well, let's, what's that going to look like? How much will you charge? Just, you know, all that. Right. And so it sounds like you're really providing this holistic service of the financial health and profitability of the company, where you're at now, how you can be successful and generate that, that profit. And then where do you want to go moving forward? Exactly. It's, it's accounting and bookkeeping is really, you know, the, on paper, it's the history. I mean, with the exception of forecasting, but it's the history, but it's what we're doing is more so. So how do we take the history and where we are right now and get you to where you say you want to be? Let's figure that out. You know, based, based on history, let's figure that out. Yeah. That's like hiring a coach. Yeah, it is. It's, it's where do you want to be? I explained it kind of, you know, financial consulting. Um, So yeah, there's, there's some, um, financial accounting, there's a financial uh, consulting, there's, you know, these different components to it. So, yeah. What are some of the common ways that businesses are missing out on achieving their full profitability? Sure. Um, some of the most common ways just have to do with hidden money. As I mentioned, you know, there are a lot of people that don't understand that side of their businesses. So they have no clue what's going on. You know, if you kind of, you know, look under the hood, they don't know what's going on under there. And so there are these hidden money leaks that just like slowly strangle your business. And that could be any number of things. So it could be certain practices um, that they're not maybe set up properly in terms of how they're, you know, managing their money. Um, or it could just be stuff that, that's going on that they can't see. Prices increasing or, you know, other things that could be going on, things that are not that are not used, that they've kind of forgotten about, especially as your business gets larger and larger, there's more things going on under there. And it's difficult to keep it all in your head um, and to remember what's what's happening until you sit down and you can see it. So, so when you first w- start working with a client, can you walk me through that process a little bit in terms of like w- when you o- open the hood, Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? Maybe what kind of questions are you asking them that they should, you know, business owners should be asking themselves that they're not? I mean, my specific process, I mean, I, I sit down with clients and, um, you know, the first thing I do is I have them fill out, I've got like a brief questionnaire and I sit down with all new clients for 15 minutes. I don't charge them for that, for that bit, but I'm really asking them about, um, you know, the state of their business. One of the things that is is near and dear to most business owners is how much they pay themselves. I mean, the ultimate goal in all this is they want to live the life they want to live so they can pay themselves how much they want to pay themselves. And, you know, that's that's the end goal, whatever that number is. Everybody's got their got their number. And so it's it's around, um, you know, are they paying themselves as, as much as they want to and, and kind of getting to the bottom of, of why not? I want them to start thinking about that. Um, did they reach their um, their sales goals, because that's a part of profitability is sales, but it's not the whole piece. So then I start asking them about, you know, um, 
when they go to spend money, do, do they actually plan their spends, right? Are they are they doing so, you know, thoughtfully, um, you know, keeping in mind, you know, how much they actually have to spend, um, or are they just spending and just kind of hoping that it all works out? So getting to the bottom of some of that stuff. And then the I fingers can, cross strategy. Yeah, fingers cross strategy. So <laughs> understanding that, you know, understanding whether or not they have a separate bank account for their business and their personal and, and how they're using that. So then I, I can start to get a little bit of a picture of what they're doing and maybe what they're not doing. And then when I sit down and talk to them, then we can drill a little deeper in terms of, you know, the actual, like what the pain point is um, during our conversation. But that's, but, but the questionnaire between those two, that's where I start. I start looking beneath the hood. If we move further, then I do a deeper dive assessment. And then I'm asking, you know, much more in-depth questions about, you know, their financials and actually looking at the financials and actually seeing the condition as well as understanding how their business operates, you know, how they get paid. Do they have 10 different ways that they get paid? Is it PayPal and Zelle and Cash App and all these other things? So all of these are things that, that um, you know, they, they would affect, they, they affect profitability. And and processes because we talked about you you mentioned that as well in the in the intro so you know having five different ways of getting paid is is a more complex process than having two there's fees associated with all of those so it can get really you know messy and and uh, kind of weigh things down yeah and it sounds like you start by you know tapping a little bit into their mindset in the beginning I um, do I and do. then yeah yeah. Yeah, especially I do so more so in the um, in my assessment. I I have a whole section on that where I'm actually talking to them about the, their their vision and where it is they're trying to go. It's really important to me to understand where they're trying to go because without that understanding, I can't lead them in the right direction and provide them the right resources if I don't know what they're trying to achieve. That's my philosophy around starting a podcast is starting with the vision, right? Because you you really do need to know where you're going and then you can figure out how to get there. Exactly. Hey friends, we'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to take just a few seconds to invite you to a free workshop that I created. It's called Launch a Binge-Worthy Podcast, and it's all about helping you to create a heartfelt podcast that reaches your soul listeners and grows your business. If you want access, just go to podcastandamplify.com. It's totally free. Okay, friend, back to the show. As you're talking about looking, you know, the sort of the next phase after the assessment and, and you're really getting into like the financials and the numbers and a little bit of me like tensed up. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. it's kind of like exposing like a very, like your underbelly, right? The mm -hmm. soft side of you. Yep. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels this way about my, nope. you know, their financials. So <laughs> how do you help people through that? Do you help people through that? Like, is that something that comes up and, and how do you deal with that? It does. And, and that's the other part about what I do. So, um, you know, I didn't talk about it as much in the intro, but one of the other reasons why I, I decided on this business and, and felt that I could serve well was not just because I had helped large businesses, you know, use data, which they do very well. 
to make better decisions and, and successfully, you know, grow their businesses. But also because one of the skills I've, I guess I acquired in what I used to do is explaining technical things in a way that everybody can understand. One of the things that I found was, you know, in my research, you know, some of it has to do with, you know, to your, to your point around, you know, how people feel about financials and numbers. Some of it has to do, you know, with, you know, childhood trauma. Maybe some people grew up and they, you know, were poor. Some people, you know, maybe you were in school and somebody made fun of you or you didn't do well in math or, or, you know, there's all these different reasons. But one of the reasons as well is some people who work in the financial um, profession aren't as good as, at explaining the terms and breaking them down so that everybody understands. And so that's an area where I became very good at doing that, you know, in corporate as the technical person doing presentations. Those presentations, I had to speak to people who were in sales and marketing. They're not technical people. Um, it's not talking down to them, but it's explaining it in a way that, you know, speaks to them and it really connects with them and they walk away knowing what they need to know, right? And no more, right? I'm not trying to teach them, you know, PhD level things. They don't need that, right? but they do need to walk away with some understanding. So, so that is something that I'm very passionate about is making sure that all of my clients actually understand and feel comfortable and that's something that all of them would say, like many of them would say, you know, before working with me, I never thought I would understand this stuff. You know, I don't like it. I just, it's just not my thing. And then afterwards it's like, okay, you know, I understand now I, I can actually do this. I feel confident looking at these things. I know what they mean. And, and that really means a lot to me. That means a lot to me when they, when they share that. Um, I find women, especially even though I work with, you know, women and men, I find women especially challenged in this, in this area. That's something I'm very passionate about in terms of, of doing what I do. So. Yeah, I can raise my hand to being a woman that is, <laughs> you know, intimidated by it. When you're talking about trauma around money, like I definitely checked a few of those boxes that you were listing. Um, one, one of them being that numbers is not my, my thing. I do find it sort of overwhelming, but I appreciate your passion for really, you know, that breaking it down to sort of like layman's terms or just something that feels not so complicated, something that you can grasp and get a handle on, I think is so empowering for women and for people. Um, and I think that that's such a great bonus to what you do. Like not only are you setting people up, their businesses up for like success and then continued like growth and um, scaling, but, you know, empowering people to feel completely different about their financial situation to mm -hmm. feel more mm -hmm. in control is such a huge, yeah. long lasting gift. It's huge. It really, it really is. And, and even, um, you know, for those folks that, cause I've done, you know, webinars and trainings and other things. And sometimes they don't become necessarily one-on-one -on -one clients, but even if they take a course or a webinar that I've done, now they're able to have a better conversation with their accountant or their CPA or their whoever and ask better questions and get better understanding. And so that's, that's kind of the goal. That's, that's really the goal is just to have better conversations and better understanding. So...
Right, right. Yeah, if we if we can all sort of get that a little more comfortable with our, you know, asking the right questions and knowing what questions to ask, you know, kind of elevates all of us. So I hear there's one statement that business owners tell you that makes you cringe. And I'm curious what that is. There is, there is. And it's, it's a very simple statement and um, you'll probably be surprised at what it is, but um, it, it, um, every time I hear it, it, it does make me cringe just a little bit. Um, so, and, and it's the statement, you know, I just need an accountant or I just need a bookkeeper or I just need a CPA. And it seems very simple and it seems very harmless, but it's more so what's behind the statement that, that makes me cringe. And that is that in, you know, probably 99% of the cases, the person on the other end, the, the business owner, they don't know what that means, meaning they don't know what it is they're asking for, what it is they want that individual to do for them. And a lot of people assume that by hiring a title, that that means they're going to get, they're going to get everything they're supposed to get. I'll just say everything they're supposed to get because they're not sure about what that is. And so what I like to um say to small business owners is it's important to understand what it is you want that person to do for you. So whether it's taxes, whether it's reporting, you know, generating reports, whether it's helping you understand what the reports mean, that can be something that you ask them to do. But these are the conversations that you want to have up front um, so that you know you know, whether or not that person's going to do that and find someone that is going to do all the things you want and, and need done. So that's, that's the question that, that, that makes me cringe. And that, and that's why, because so many people don't know. And, and when I ask them, okay, so what is it, you know, what is it you want that person to do? And, and their answer is kind of like accounting things or, you know, something very general because they don't know my bookkeeping and, and they don't really know what that entails or what the deliverables are. I guess that's the bigger thing. What are the deliverables? How are they going to help you? How are they going to help you grow your business? You know, what is that? What does that actually look like? So what's one strategy that you can share to help small businesses increase their cash flow? The biggest thing that I would suggest is, and I've kind of alluded to it here, but first of all, taking time to understand it. I mean, and and when I talk about, you know, cash flow, you know, obviously we want more coming in than we want going out when we talk about cash coming in and out of our businesses. Taking time to to understand it. And I, you know, so many people get focused on like the revenue and the earning part, which is important. Obviously it's important, but understanding like where it's going and where it came from is a game changer. It's 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 extremely important. That is, that's one of the things that I suggest people do is understand, you know, where is it coming from? Because within those different income streams, some of those income streams are more profitable because I talked about margin, meaning, you know, how much you actually get to keep and some aren't as profitable. So just getting clear on that as well as, well as where it's going. Um, I know so many business owners that say, you know, it seems like I'm making all this money and, 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 and I don't really know where where it all went or why it's not in my bank. It seems like I should have more in my bank account. So that's one part of it. The other part I would say is just taking the time to regularly look at it. I mean, it, it's just as simple as that. Take Setting some time aside to regularly look at it. 
and to see what it's doing so that you know. <laughs> That's really kind of the start and the foundation. There's so many other things you can do and true, they would help, but that's really like the, the, the foundation before you start doing a lot of other, a lot of other things. Yeah, it sounds so simple, but I feel like it's something that many of us have to be reminded of again and again and again mm -hmm. and again mm -hmm. and again, you know, yeah. especially yeah, because it's not always something I mean, if you know you're making like tons of money and you're just like rolling in it, I think maybe you might be more inclined to look at your finances. But mm -hmm. when you're starting out and you're just on that cusp of being like profitable, I think, mm -hmm. you, you know, your, your excitement around looking at your finances can definitely be related to how much money you feel like you have or that you're yeah. making. Yeah. The, but the funny thing is, is that it's when you're starting out and when you're kind of starting to make more money that it's so important to put those systems in place and start to really, really look at yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And I like the way you said, put those systems in place, but the habits mm -hmm. of doing it so that when you are making more money, um, you know, they start, it, the habits start when you are just starting out. Right. And they will continue when you have more to manage. But the way that you get part of the way you get to having more to manage is managing, managing the small well. Now, and my brain is actually going to like a quote in the Bible or something about when you're doing well at managing a small amount, then it's, you know, then you're given a large amount to manage. But, um, but that's how you, that's basically how you get that's going to help you get there. Right. It's one of those foundational things that you just build on. So I want to make sure that people know how they can get in touch with you, where they can find out more about you. So if you can share that with us, that'd be great. Sure. Yeah. So um, if anyone wants to uh, find out more about our services and uh, you know what we do and how we help small businesses, um, you can go to our website. Um, that's ltaylorassociates.com. L is in Leslie. Um, Taylor Associates has an S.com. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, uh, Leslie R. Taylor. And then on Facebook and Instagram, I am uh, the Leslie T. So that is how you can find out more as well. I did also want to mention um, I put together, we talked about some, some of them or I alluded to some of them here in this podcast, but I have a resource, a free resource um, where I have basically put together five things that um, I see in pretty much every new business that I work with um, that they um, that they're doing incorrectly. And I give some some guidance on how you can, you know, correct those things. Um, but it's uh, it's a free guide that I put together um, as well. And it's just called do this, not that it's five things keeping your business from reaching its fullest potential. So. Oh, I love that. Um, I think that's going to be super valuable for listeners. So we will link to that in the show notes, as well as to all of your other ways that people can get in touch with you. And I just want to thank you for being here and the work that you do to help empower people to have profitable businesses. I know that as an entrepreneur, I mean, these are a lot of times can be just so much of like, we put our hearts into these things. And mm -hmm. so to make sure that, you know, we are making the 
strides that we want from a financial standpoint is just so important because it means that we can have that much more impact that we want to have in the world. So um, thank you for, for coming on the show and for doing the work that you do. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. If you love today's episode, please subscribe so you don't miss a show. And rating and reviewing this podcast is the best way to help support us. Always remember your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take care.